1: It's Friday, September 14th, 2018, and it's The Relevant Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Strang, and here with me in our Orlando studio on the ones and twos, our illustrious engineer, my brother Chandler Strang. Hello. Over there on the skyline from Loverland, Virginia, Jesse Carey. Hello, hello. And joining us from Nashville, Tennessee, Tyler Huckabee. Hey, everybody. And about a mile down the road from Tyler, author, speaker, (laughs) podcaster, Annie F. Downs. Good morning, Jets. Still bothers me that
0: you guys don't like each other enough to just come together. <laughs> yeah,
2: we, we should probably I talk to,
0: about I'm it. not allowed. <laughs> there, there are yeah. pictures of me all over Annie's. Like it's not Annie. I'm sure she'd be more than happy to have me. That's right. That's I can't it's go into the church. It's. it's exactly. I mean,
3: Tyler. There's literally numerous restraining orders uh, for Tyler around Nashville and that church. Yeah. And most the of them are places. It's most of them line. are places of worship too. This is so. the other place I'm seeing. Most
0: of them are places of worship. Hey, just we just have, because I have some very exciting investment opportunities for any church that wants to be involved. <laughs> 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 They're lost. I don't care. We have a
1: paxo today. A pack show. I got to move things along. Coming up later, Andy Stanley joins us. I don't know. You might have heard of him. Maybe. Maybe. He's maybe you heard of him. Maybe. Up and, a little up and comer. <laughs> I think I, I like this guy. He's saying some good stuff. I think he's got, going places. He's got potential. Yeah. yeah, he's got potential. Uh, but uh, we're we're shuffling the deck a little bit because, Just incredible. because normally at the end of this show, we would have our editorial question of the week. Yeah. Right. And we... We have some news, folks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Chandler the floor for a minute. Yes, yeah. he doesn't get the floor that often. Nope. He's gonna get the floor because he needs to tell us an update about chilies. Now, I I, <laughs> I hate doing this. I hate doing this where, you know, if somebody's listening for the first time, they have no idea what we're talking yeah, about. So right. I'm gonna give Why are you talking brief about Chili's? context. Right. About a month, month and a half ago, two months ago, I don't know the episode. Yeah. We got talking about Corey Asbury, the worship leader, he revealed to us after an interview off mic, he's got a Chick-fil-A black car. Yeah. We started talking about it on the show. We It somehow converged with Chandler's actual non-ironic love of Chili's. Yeah. And we got talking about the founder, Roger Chili. We got talking about Chandler should do a podcast live from Chili's, Chili Chili's, Chili's yeah. with Chandler. Right. And, uh, and, and, and how his life goals would be uh, met if he could somehow acquire... A Chili's black card, mm-hmm. right? It went on and on and on, okay? It was a very funny episode. You should go listen to it. I don't know how to find it, but go, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. try. <laughs> um,
2: it is sometime this fall. We do know that.
1: Then, yeah, yeah. Then a week or two ago, Chandler received a
4: tweet. Yeah, just out of the blue. It said, um, <clears throat> send us your address so that we can basically send you a black card, something to that From effect. Chili's. From Chili's. And this from, is, Chili's. From, from Chili's. From, from Chili's. Chili's. Yeah. The, yeah, the strange thing is that it was, it had kind of died down at that point because after that episode, yeah, yeah, the Chili's it was, it was thing a few weeks. became like a thing that people were hitting me up on Twitter. I mean,
1: literally people were tweeting like nonstop. We still are getting them. You yeah. know what? Lo- lots of restaurant options in my town. Lots of them. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to Chili's it's, because it's, the relevant podcast has put their yeah. queso in my head. It's, yeah. it's really been We working. have seen a spike in Chili's. Yeah. Uh, attendance. Absolutely. Because of Chandler's unironic Which club. Which is out. why
0: they reached out to him. They had to figure out what uh, was going on. Ch- Chandler, on did you already people.
2: follow them on Twitter, Chandler?
3: Uh, I think I did, yeah. yeah Chand- I Chandler, Chandler made a very strong queso that you should go to Chili's. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> I got my baby back. I like that one. Do that. It's terrible. <laughs> so, so
1: they said send us your address. We're going to send you a Chili's black yeah. card. We told you this Which, on the show.
4: I mean... To be honest, I didn't think it was serious. I was checking my mail. But y'all said, I
2: I love you to each other. So it's pretty serious. (laughs) We
4: did. We did. Yeah. 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 Chandler I was checking my mail, expecting to get a little envelope. You know what I mean? Like nothing too impressive. On on Friday night, I come home to a box that was overnighted from Chili's (laughs) with uh, a Chili's decal on the side. And it's not like a generic
1: FedEx box, it's a Chili's box. It's a branded Chili's box.
0: Large. Su- super and fans only.
1: Chandler, right. Chandler, uh, put this on on. Well, he texted it to us, but then he put it on Twitter, yeah. and everybody's freaking out. Open the box, and yeah. Chandler. Said no, I'm going to do it on the show, right. ladies and gentlemen. Later on the show, instead of your editorial question of the week, Chandler <laughs> will open. That's right.
3: The That's Chili's right. box. The unboxing, we yes. will have a live unboxing on I have this been week's podcast. Here's what I'm concerned about. I'm concerned, about, I'm concerned <laughs> about people <laughs> fast forwarding through in case you missed it. Fast forwarding through the banter. Fast forwarding yeah, right. through a life changing message from Andy Stanley just to get to this unboxing. Don't you dare do it, people. Don't you dare. Don't Don't be a don't skipper, people. There's Good really things something come. grows in you
2: if you're patient. Something grows he, he,
3: Here's what, here's what's so curious to me about it because like people we've been asking for a Chili's update for a couple weeks now since Chandler got the DM from verified since Chilli slid account, into his DMs yeah. we've yeah.
1: been waited with bated breath
3: yeah. So since that time, weeks have passed. Here's what's so curious to me. And I made this observation in a little text thread we're, we're on Saturday morning was that, it, you know, this, the, according to the postage on the Pat on the Chili's branded yes. box, like I said, there's a Chili's logo on the box. Mind. That it was overnighted. So here's here's the only rational. They're already conclusion. in forty five dollars. I mean, uh, yeah. it's a big box. <laughs> and, and, and here's and here's the only thing I can reason uh, is that they have s- literally spent weeks preparing the contents of that box, and as soon as they finish, they're like, "It's got to get yes, to, him, get to now, him now, now." I hope they not yeah, got so. something
2: perishable in there, and we've waited all weekend
3: and all week. I will say it. this: it has a big green stain in the corner. <laughs> <and> the <city's laughs> right. I think it's 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 a like, box of guacamole. <laughs> There's
2: a literal quesadilla
3: <laughs> in there. They should, have, they should have cut air
0: holes if it was an end. That's on them. Yeah, um, that's true. Um, yeah. So
1: the, the thing that is uh, <laughs> it's amazing for Chili's, first of all, you know, good on them. They yeah, spent 45 they really had- bucks on overnighting something Dude. and they get thousands of dollars of free advertising. Yeah, but, really did a good job. But uh, my thing is like he was texting us on Saturday morning and was saying like, you know, what should I do? Twitter was saying... Open it. Well, Chandler it was says, half and half.
4: It was half and half.
1: Chandler's saying, I'm going to wait. I mean, literally this, I've never, we're very different people. Yeah. But I've never <laughs> fully realized how different we are for the fact that my brother is like, I mean, this is like a life pinnacle moment. This is something that he will remember for decades. Yeah. yeah. And he's just like, okay, I'll wait. Yeah. And I'm yeah, like, but, I would have opened
4: before I even texted y'all. Well, I would have texted you what the be, contents yeah. were. To be but, completely honest, I, I went to Chili's on Friday night. Before what? I got the
5: box. <laughs> before oh my you got goodness. the
4: box. <laughs> yeah, like that. I, I mean, I just went to Chili's like you, I go to Chili's. As one you know, as you, as as you, as dollars. Does. does. I, I, I don't do. know what yeah. you mean. you just like randomly went into it. Okay. No, I'm I the, mean, I'm, I, me and friends went to Chili's before I worked on Friday night. There's
2: a crew of you who are all Chili's people. Well, I guess Chili's people find yeah. each
4: other, don't they?
3: Yeah. Absolutely. At Chili's. Yeah, it's your neighborhood yeah, bar in right? No, that's Applebee's,
4: man. That's Applebee's. Um, So, yeah, I mean, basically, I'm not going to go to Chili's again for four days. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I can I can wait the three or four days. He, here's here's to open the b- box, b- For the a little mark.
3: more context too, this text thread started at like seven thirty on Saturday morning. You know th- No 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 it
2: didn't. He texted us. Oh, at, at
3: three thirty.
2: Three yeah. in the and, and, morning. And Andy, because Andy
3: was and was I both started texting back at DJing. like seven thirty. And right. you know Chandler immediately re- was responding. The implication right. is Chandler was <laughs> up all night with the box sitting in the middle of the room, <laughs> him just pacing <laughs> around. Him just pacing yeah staring yeah.
4: at it yep yeah. that's
2: exactly just right chandler, trying to
3: figure
4: out what what i should do you know
2: quick question chandler i'm sorry we haven't covered this before what do you eat at Chili's? it's a good uh,
4: question i i get the um the bacon do ranch get... quesadillas typically
2: okay so you yeah. get the same thing most times
3: hey, hey chandler how often do you just do the tour of italy you know what i mean a little <laughs> this little that just bring it all out bring it all I mean, out i'm gonna this have is... to do that now Well, we don't know. We don't know. Maybe there's a black card there. We'll see. So coming up
1: later uh, at the end of the show, do not fast forward. Be Chandler. Wait. (laughs) Just be patient. Don't be me and skip ahead. You know what I mean? Well, the truth
2: is what the the listener doesn't know we may decide to do it when they don't think we're going to. So if they fast forward they can miss it. That's true. If you fast
1: forward to 10 minutes left you're going to miss Oh, Look at that. Andy Stanley's at the end. And now <laughs> the Chilis is right. in the middle a of the show. not yep. I'm not,
0: not going to right be able to focus on anything until we get yeah. this box <laughs> open. <out>. I,
3: I, <laughs> I mean, because here, here's why it's so exciting now. It's literally like a Schrodinger's cat situation. Until the moment Chandler opens that box, anything, anything could be in. Anything <laughs> is in there. <laughs> a new pet. <laughs> exactly. Do we make
2: some guesses? About, I mean, I'm sure there's a t-shirt.
3: We should take, we should have, we could do some sort of like
1: poll situation. I, uh, dimensions on the box, Chandler. Dimensions approximately uh, it's about what would you say like okay, uh, i'm looking 18 at
4: by tw- uh, or 15 by 15 by 24, 24 and yeah,
1: about yeah. uh four inches thick it's yeah, thick four, four it's not like it's not like a paper document box yeah. i mean yeah, it is there's, a, and there's and what, i mean
2: chandler videoed shaking it for us and there's there's some sound to it
3: what yeah. what, if, what if he opens it what if he opens it yeah, but but what if he <laughs> yeah. opens it? and It's like a Chili's branded frisbee. I mean, it, right. that's about the size. Oh, what if it's oh, like think Chili's
4: branded? I'm, I just
1: appreciate they sent it to me. What if? What if like I mean, that's like you know, that's a real, fan, know, right there. That's a real fan. fan. A black card you would think is wallet sized, but what if, right. but what if right. they do like those novelty checks and they did a novelty <laughs> sized black card? So
0: he has oh. to walk in like I'd he's carrying a clipboard every time.
2: Yeah, that's what he has to say. That feels so Chili's to me. That would be cooler. So funny. It's hard
0: to imagine. It's hard to imagine like. A disappointing <laughs> prize. Yeah, right. like yeah. you get the prize and you're like, that,
4: oh, that's, that's it. What and I'm actually, like,
2: to be fair, we don't know that the Chick fil A black card isn't isn't very large and novelty size. That's, that's that would be funny. Too. There,
4: there, there were like people who were like, who were saying, you know, don't wait and do it live because it might be disappointing and it might be, you know, a bummer to Those be. Those people
1: need to reset their life outlook. But that is yeah. just why would you expect the worst? That's yeah, citizens. Yeah. I don't. It's everywhere I don't, in
4: 2018.
2: <laughs> and there's no way to be disappointed. Yeah, in this. They, I,
4: I don't, I don't, you know, expect anything. I, I'm, I'm shocked that they hit me up in the first. See, just Chandler, just I, having the box, the novelty box,
3: is enough for you, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, my my hopes are very high. I think there's going to be. I think he's going to open it. There's an apron with the Chili's branding on it, and he's like, "What? Why is this oh, an apron?" So. And then. You know, he opens it and it's two boarding passes for the Chili's private Learjet with the big pepper on the side <laughs> but, that will fly but, him to their test kitchen in Sweden, and he will be able um, to man. decide the next menu item. Sweden, yeah. it's Tex Mex. It, would, so. be, it that, would be it would be in the highest tech food labs in the world. Uh, it's you know, it's a big operation they got
1: there. What if, what if the two tickets were for uh, boarding on on uh, Monday, and that's why they uh, overnighted it, and he didn't <laughs> open it? Oh my
3: gosh. Oh. Oh my gosh! Yeah, a Monday afternoon, Roger Roger Chili is sitting at the the runway with a door yeah. open to the jet, looking at his watch. And he's like, "Let's go, boys!" And he, they he just fly out. He wasn't yeah. the man we thought he was. He's not coming. We oh, yeah, had a not, real fan here. He's not showing. He's not. Showing. Wow. The stewardesses give him two plates of fajitas. One that was intended for Chandler. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's just like a, a basket of their chips, those bottomless chips and salsa. Yeah.
4: Hey, man, I'm, I'm I love their chips. That's
3: all right, well, it's my favorite re- part. It's the the right, I, I actually like love their
2: chips too, Chandler. I, yeah. I can so yeah. be
3: with you on that. If we guys, if we keep talking about it, I'm not gonna be able to wait. So I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we need to, okay,
1: so so yeah. so, so right, stay tuned, All stay right, tuned. Andy uh, uh, yeah.
3: Here we go, come on,
1: Chili's, Chili's unboxing, <laughs> Chili's unboxing. We, can't, we up need up a
3: blast of this in case you missed. It. There are a lot of interesting hey, uh, stuff what? to get to, but we're talking chilies here. This is a special uh, model.
1: What, one. Uh, one little update. Uh, last week on the show, we 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 uh talked about uh, for King Country, was visiting the studio, uh, the small bones. Uh, Joel and Luke Smallbone front the band for King Country, and Annie threw the conspiracy theory out there that their Australian accents might be put on or maybe exaggerated a little bit, and that we needed to crack the code. Like, is like, are they fake or are they real accents? So the Annie is the one who was skeptical. I can tell you this: for King Country came through. We have never experienced a a studio recording like we did last week when they came. They're
2: amazing.
1: They, they brought 35 people. Uh. Wow. Yeah, they, they rolled deep for sure. They rolled deep. They had, I mean, it wasn't all performers. Uh, they brought cellos. They brought multiple percussionists. They brought xylophones. They they brought, I mean, the crazy, uh, they had probably 12, 15 people performing with them. And they took these big songs that they do and did them completely acoustically. And uh, it was incredible. It was incredible.
2: The guy who switches instruments, Ben Bacchus, he's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, no, it was super cool. It was super cool. Did they
3: they have a didgeridoo? No. (laughs) No didgeridoo.
0: (laughs) I'll tell you this. Every song,
3: every song starts with a 15 minute didgeridoo. It's very dramatic. And they just, dun, 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 dun. And it's, wow. They are the arcade fire. They are
1: the arcade fire of Sydney, Australia. No, um, I'll tell you this. Um, I would never met the, the guys before and they are literally the nicest people I've ever met. Joel and Luke Smallbone are so nice and just they were so happy to be here and we taped, never uh, said
2: anything different. I adore them.
1: They really are fantastic people. Yes, I got to be honest awesome. with you. I have, you know, from afar, not knowing people, I might silently judge some of these kind of like, you know, big Christian music... Pop stars, you know, just kind of like, oh, get over yourself, guys. And they, I was, I I didn't judge them per se, but I'm just saying in general, I'm kind of like, whatever, not my thing. They were amazing, amazing music, amazing people. They went around. This has literally never happened. We've had, I mean, this has been 12 years we've had artists come through and performing. Before they left, Joel and his wife, Mariah, wanted to go around and meet and talk to literally every person on staff and thank them and tell them how much they love Relevant. And just like, they were just the nicest people. I mean, they are. so Annie, She's really first fun. of all, so, you know, chill with your skepticism about the accents because they're Ooh. good people.
2: Hey, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, listen, Cameron, <laughs> how, my enjoying... How, for starters, I brought you a conspiracy theory. For seconds, you are having two different conversations did nope, we do we love one. them as people? One thousand percent. They are my yeah. real life friends. Part two. There is a theory that exists. Where do you stand on the theory?
4: I mean, I can I could I can buy that. In you terms could, you, of you could if, buy well, hold on, what? That they're, that they that's put on. I, okay, I'm just, gonna go with this. Just being that you made the point was it last week where they've lived here most of their lives. They, you
1: know? uh, I think Joel's 34. I okay, again, I lived in Nashville in 98 to 2000. That's when their sister Rebecca St. James, she's Rebecca Smallbone, uh, was a b- huge. I mean, the biggest, one of the biggest artists in Christian music. Their parents were like the managers behind the scenes. They've been par- the Smallbones been like key kind of Christian music figures for a while. I mean, from the early to mid 90s. The family moved over here then. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Joel would have been 10
4: it's and not Luke not, would have been younger. Well, I think you made the point that it's not that it's fake. It's that it's turned up a little bit.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. So maybe it's faded yeah. in real life. Uh-huh. And when they go back and they're in front of people, they're like, we're Australian. I could, I could see
4: that. I could see and that. And so,
1: you know, just like you put on your stage clothes, yeah, exactly. you put on your stage accent. Right. You know? Sure. Why not? I, sure. Why not? Who cares? They're great people.
0: They I, are, see that they, I don't
2: think you, I think you keep you're stacking it like we're on different sides of the kind of humans they are. I don't we're know not.
0: if they're great people.
2: I'll, I'll take somebody's side. I, I, I've never met them. Yeah. I have no
0: I have no horse in this race whatsoever. I'm just it's and unconfirmed. i they never re,
2: said I'm refused. not saying I have a feeling about their accent. I'm just telling you something that that a conspiracy theory that exists.
3: I I'll say this. I I wasn't there to meet them, but I have a weird. I got a weird feeling about the whole family. I'm <laughs> uh, so, so founded. Big bone, uh, small Yeah, yeah.
1: Think um, about how talented this family is. There's seven kids and like I mean, Rebecca, obviously, is a great artist. I mean, Joel and Luke, great artist. I mean, they're just an impressive family.
2: Yeah. I don't know yeah. what
1: the other four are doing. Maybe they're big disappointments, but you know, I like...
2: They're
0: not. Remember know, there's
2: just, Some of them are pastors here in Nashville. They pastor churches, some of the cousins. And I mean, they're they're a super cool family. I'll
0: tell you this. They get really sensitive about very exciting investment opportunities when you approach them, <laughs> no matter how <laughs> friendly or how
3: exciting it, or profitable it would be. And they're a very <laughs> litigious family and will f- slap you with the restraining <laughs> order so fast your head will spell, I don't know where to get the picture I've of me.
0: I don't know what... I don't know... <laughs> well, how they know that?
3: You know they they run a they've run a there's a law firm there. small Bone, Smallbone, and Smallbone, and they will they will slap you with a lawsuit. There's three of the siblings, so three of
5: them are right there.
3: Yeah, they're they're partners in a, in the Smallbone, Smallbone,
1: Smallbone law firm. Yeah. The uh, uh before we move the show along. Uh, the other thing I've seen on Twitter this week is the debate about the pumpkin spice uh, has been solved. Number one, Starbucks does act- ha- actually have real pumpkin lion. in their pumpkin Big spice lion. latte, Jesse. So it's not just flavors to put onto a pumpkin. There's I, actual I, pumpkin. I simply don't believe it.
3: <laughs> but, <laughs>
1: okay, that was a, have you But two, like the whole thing we were talking about is like it's too early for pumpkin spice, and it's like it's still summer. And so, like I did, I read this week. Is this Okay, so most people say that just like in culture, summer ends with Labor Day. But obviously, the equinox, it's like September 22nd or something like that is when it shifts to fall. And we're in this weird gap, right? And some people are saying, no, it's too early for fall things and whatever. Is this what they call Indian summer? Where it's like the weird transition?
3: I I thought that was a term for when summer runs like long. Oh, Oh, Like if it's like warmer than normal. Yeah. But but to be honest, I I, I don't know. I don't know what constitutes an Indian summer. It does feel like a weird gap for America. Like we don't know,
1: are we putting sweaters on or are we still trying to like, you know. And
2: with the time change. Yeah. That's the third factor. The time change happened this weekend.
0: So. Andy, did you wear a, did you wear a jacket? Out today when you left your house?
2: Uh long sleeves. Not a jacket, but long Please. sleeves. Yeah, yeah. We're we're long sleeving in Nashville. We're in that. for sure. we're,
4: we're in that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm in. I'm so jealous. It
2: literally flipped in a day. I mean, it was hot as business two days ago. And yesterday I opened my door and had to go back and change clothes. It was so cold.
0: I did the same thing. I walked outside to for a run. And uh, took one step outside, oh, turned around, went back we in go. to get humble the sweatshirt. Humble brag, humble brag. <laughs> went outside <laughs> for <laughs> went outside for a
3: quick eight miler, and uh, wow, man, it's just uh, obviously after the, after
0: the six miles, I don't really even need layers anymore. But you want to start <laughs> sure, sure, to get sure. the blood pumping. Sure. So,
1: so, so we're just doubling down. This is just the weird gap. Every other season, it seems like there's a clear transition point. I'm calling it but the, the in,
2: fall. So are you okay? Yeah, so you're I'm fall. So fall. you're all in yeah, on yeah, all yeah, the fall.
1: You've got the yeah. cinnamon smells. You've got the I had my
2: first pumpkin spice last Sunday. I'm in.
1: Mm -hmm. A friend of mine who lives up in Michigan tweeted a few days ago, like, you know, goodbye summer or whatever. And I was like, or he's like, I miss summer. And I was like, we just come down to Florida. We still got another four months of it. (laughs) Then we get like a two week break and then we have 11 and a half months of it. I mean, it's like just Come on down here. (laughs) Anyway. All right. We'll move the show along. It is time for our look back at what happened in culture and entertainment. It's time for in case you missed it. In case you missed it uh, this week, Tori Kelly released a new song called Psalm 42. So the pop star's upcoming album is called hiding place. And it's um, an exploration of her Christian faith since being discovered by music industry, star maker, Scooter Braun, who also reps like Justin Bieber and others um, back in, 2014, uh, Tori's been nominated for a Grammy, Best New Artist. She's landed on the Billboard Hot 100 and has collaborated with artists like James Bay, Ed Sheeran, and Lecrae. She was also featured at the halftime of this week's Monday Night Football game. Here's a clip of Tori Kelly's latest Psalm 42 being played live with Kirk Franklin on piano. It's funny, as I was seeing, uh, you know, I, I mentioned last week, I went down to this big Christian music industry conference. I was here and I saw, I was there one, one evening to meet a friend and then um, the next couple of days it was still going on. And I saw like Brooke from Hillsong posting pictures of being at that convention or that conference. Uh, like it's in an industry thing, like Christian radio. Yeah. And Tori Kelly was there too. Tori Kelly yeah. was at a Christian radio conference. Like promoting her new music, which is crazy to me that like she's a legit pop star, she didn't need to be schlepping it
3: on Christian radio. Well, <laughs> well, that, that's, that's what's gosh. so interesting to me. That's what's so interesting to me is like, um, you know, she seems to like be doing, you know, a, a very intentional like reverse that we've seen like we've seen audience we've seen artists who are Christian artists um, crossover and have crossover success you know she's a, a, a incredibly successful pop star that seems to just genuinely want to make an album that is you know very spiritual and like I said I was watching the um, Jets destroy the Lions last night on Monday Night Football and during <laughs> halftime she played with boys to men and I'm like you know this is she has an incredible career like I said Scooter like you're saying Cameron Scooter Braun um, is you know behind a lot of her uh, you know kind of early push but um, you know and I don't
2: really think that Christian radio is schlepping it as no, much she, as was slupping, she was schlepping
1: She was Her peddling her wares at a Christian radio <laughs> thing. Like but literally,
2: everybody who programs for Christian radio nationwide gathers once a year at that thing. I've been multiple times because it is not dumb to put your face in front of those people. I'm just saying. I'm just I saying. Just, nice. I just first
0: saying. time. <laughs> the, the first time that. Tor- like I, I obviously was aware of Tori Kelly and uh, as a pop star, but had never kind of written her off as not my thing until maybe two years ago. I believe it was the 30 year anniversary of Amy Grant's "Baby <gasps> Baby," yes. and I got an I got an email from a uh, from a promoter who said that Tori Kelly had covered "Baby Baby" as part of the anniversary, and I was and for some reason I clicked on it. I don't always do it, and it didn't really sound like it was in my lane, but but I was curious about it because. Because the Huckabee household, Nancy Huckabee is a is a big Amy Grant fan, and she she raised me to be one too. And I listened to it, and I gotta say, it's still kind of a bop. Yeah, it's still. Oh, kind of a reason kind of I go back hey, to. There's it. a
3: reason that song was like the biggest song in the country, you know. Oh, at one, it point. stood
0: the test of time. It holds up really well, and, yeah. and as as all, the, I, I think we all know that the Amy Grant Christmas album is still. Untouchable Un- in the realm of Christmas. Literally albums.
2: untouchable. That album is unbelievable. I listen to it's it. It's my Bing year
0: Crosby. Out. It's like it's like that's what. But maybe people talk about Bing or any other, or Sinatra. That's Amy Grant in my mm. house. Yeah,
1: it's like mid June, and puts on her long sleeves. The Amy Grant Christmas album, and just <laughs> has herself a latte. I'm just
2: <laughs> <That's> like, <laughs> pumpkin <spice. laughs> You read me so well, Cameron. Uh
1: this week, John Legend became the first African-American man to win an EGOT uh for his role as Jesus Christ. So, obviously, you know the EGOT is is winning an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty remarkable. So, with the uh by winning the Emmy for his performance in NBC's Jesus Christ Superstar this year, John Legend joins an elite club of just 15 performers who have won all four prestigious awards. He's also the youngest ever to do so. The role was uh, close to uh, John who served as the choir director at Bethel AME Church in Scranton, Pennsylvania for almost a decade before Kanye got hold of him and discovered him and made him John Legend. I mean... So you here's know.
0: my question about this. If he comes all the way from Scranton, Pennsylvania, how did he not get a Dundee at any point during his time there <laughs> to <laughs> add to the, the to Make the it a real D- Make it the, the real, yeah. really, the real achievement. Yeah.
2: Did y'all see the video that uh, his wife posted of him adding the trophy to his whole wall of oh, awards? No.
0: Yeah. Oh,
2: it's, it's, it's unbelievable. like on the top shelf.
1: He has the G-O-T and he put the E right in the right spot. Oh, really? Yeah. She posts on Instagram uh, stories and then literally her next story was her opening her Del Taco order and complaining that they got the order wrong at Del Taco. Yeah, So yeah, he's yeah. doing his got wall and then complaining about <laughs> Del Taco. And then she got crunchy tacos instead of soft.
2: Yeah, back to back. I love them. They're like my they're favorite. I, oh, I no, they're, they're they're, they They eclipse Beyonce and Jay-Z to me. I think they're Ooh. so much more yeah. fun.
0: Oh, this I mean, is I, fighting words. You know, <laughs> Chrissy seems really, Chrissy seems really great.
3: John seems really great. It, it's a yeah. they're a fun one to watch. I yeah. would be friends.
2: I think they're so fun.
3: And I don't. The last thing I want to do is take credit for his success or this Emmy award. But I will right. say right. he was on the cover of our magazine and right. gave a really great interview that a lot of people were talking about. That I That's can't true. help but think we're owed this Emmy at least. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't think it'd be too much to ask for. I can
2: see how you got there, Jesse. I see how you got got there.
1: Earlier in the year, uh, John Legend was on the cover of relevant and uh, he actually told us something really interesting. He told us uh, that Jesus's teachings are important to remember because, or especially in these divisive times, he said, I think it's important that we continue to examine Jesus's words and not to project what our own political motivations are onto him. But to actually pay attention to what he actually said, what he said about the poor, what he said about loving one another and all the things that he preached. I think sometimes we lose sight of that. There you go. John
3: Legend, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. His whole family, his, I think I, I have to look back at the issue, but it's like his father's grandfather's uncles he comes from a, a family of pastors and people in ministry.
1: Yeah. He's like the black sheep of the ministry family. Uh, just like Chris Martin from Coldplay is like the black sheep of, a. Uh, all his entire family is involved in ministry in the UK. Like I in didn't worship. know that. Yeah, in the
0: vineyard. Like worship Marcus Mumford.
3: Yeah,
0: that's right. There you go. I think the lesson here is: if you come from a family of ministers, get out. Success is waiting yeah, on just, is the really, side. just right. around the corner, <laughs> just ahead of you. Yeah, <laughs> the jump ship the better. Yeah.
1: Hey, in case you missed it, Serial is returning for a new season about the Cleveland justice system, the true crime podcast that uh, kind of put podcasting on the map. Thank you. Um, from the creators of This American Life and host Sarah Koenig, will shift its structure for the new season. Instead of telling the story of a single case over the course of a year, uh, they've embedded themselves into the justice system of a single city, Cleveland, where they'll explore the treatment of the accused and the process that puts individuals into prison. Interesting. It seems I like ju- criminal justice reform and prison reform and stuff is actually a massive uh, you know, uh, issue being talked about right now. It's been an issue for a long time. At least it's getting a little bit more in the forefront.
3: Yeah. You know? And I think, too, just from, like, a, um, like... Entertain? I guess I'm trying to figure out the right word because I guess, you know, serial is technically entertainment, but, you know, it's like a, in terms of like an enjoyable docu series. it's interesting because, you know, the first two years told one long story over the course of the season where right. this is going to be more or less like a collection of stories that, uh, you know, paints a picture of what the justice system is really like. So it's kind of interesting programming shift for them, too.
2: Why do you do you think they did that because season 2 wasn't as widely received as season 1? Do you think it's it's a little bit of a strike, you know, the first one was so unbelievably well received and listened to and just was a was viral as we say. It yeah. definitely had was high on the viral spectrum. And the second season wasn't as much. Do you think that's why they shifted their
3: way of doing it. I, I had actually I mean that that's an interesting theory. Did but you th- ask
2: your best friend Ira? Uh
3: no I can we can hit him up right now and see what you he could. Say, You You're um, I
2: could. Cameron but, can't, but you and I can. Um
3: no, I had actually heard a while ago that they were record they were producing the seasons at the same time, uh for a while. Like one and two or two and three? Two and three. Uh, um okay. and that um so I think they kinda knew going in they were gonna do two kind of very different things for season two and three, mm-hmm. you know.
1: Uh, right before we started recording this podcast, we tweeted, the relevant podcast tweeted, all caps, uh, a a, a, a video of Chandler walking into the (laughs) office, holding the Chili's box high above his head, walking back to the studio, and the tweet just says, all caps, the eagle has landed. We repeat, the eagle (laughs) has landed. Andy Barron, our friend, the photographer to the stars, Andy Barron says, I'm way too invested in this. Chili's replied to Andy, (gasps) no such thing as to invest it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Things Things are escalating. Things things are escalating.
1: escalating. Chili's thinks this is really going to turn the world upside down. And I agree. Uh, Chandler, (laughs) that video of you is
2: excellent, by the way. Uh, uh,
0: Thanks.
1: Uh, Hey, in case you missed it, uh, Stephen Colbert and Insecure's Yvonne Orgy discussed the Holy Spirit and Jesus on the late show this week. Uh, The star of Insecure uh, was in conversation with, the Late Show host, and it took an interesting turn when they began discussing her early career. Even though she has a master's degree and was thinking of becoming a doctor, she told Colbert that the Holy Spirit told her to pursue comedy. Uh, they then had an interesting exchange about hearing the voice of God and if Jesus had a sense of humor. Here's a clip.
2: And so I prayed. I've like been a Christian since like freshman year of college, and I was like, God, I need help. And loudest day, I heard Holy Spirit say, do comedy. And I was like, mm, no.
4: Wait, the Holy Spirit. Spoke to me. The dove came to you <laughs> and said, do comedy? Do a tight 10? D- what? D- a hot 5 He said a hot 5 No, wait a second. I promise Was you. it actually a voice? It was the voice of God. Because, pro-
2: Stephen, I was going to Liberia. Like, I have no, like, recollection of, like, how to tell a joke. Like, I
4: didn't even know set-up punchline. Well, I, liked, I, I like hearing that because I'm a Christian as well, and there's not a lot of Jesus laughing in the Bible.
5: <laughs> He's hysterical,
3: though.
4: But he says Jesus wept. It never says Jesus chuckled.
3: Well, you know... <laughs>
2: At the point to which he's turning water to wine, though, you got to know, it's like, ah, we're all out of wine. He's like, <laughs> watch this. Like, that. Okay, do you know what I love about this, too? And this is something that some friends of mine in Nashville have been talking about lately, is that she doesn't say the Holy Spirit. She says Holy Spirit. Just like we don't say the Jesus, you know? She just talks about Holy Spirit, like... like. So
1: we don't say the God. Yeah. The God. Yeah. The Jesus. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. and
2: I love that, about, that. Whenever I hear that, that's a... Um, that catches my ear when someone does that, because to me it's, it's like, oh, you have a little bit of a different relationship or a different upbringing than a lot of us that, and I love it. I think it's so interesting. So she, I started the clip and I wasn't sure I was going to watch the whole thing. And then when she said, well, Holy spirit told me to go into comedy. I was like, you got me girl. I'm all yours. I'm not going anywhere.
1: Do you, do you do that a lot? Do you start a clip and go and just like decide before you hit the button? I don't know. I mean, if this.
2: it's going to be four and a half minutes, I'm usually yeah. like, um, uh, I'm not sure I'm going to watch this whole thing. Yeah, that's,
3: a, that's an eternity. And, and yeah, but, <laughs> but yeah, that, that's like, that's like the Lord of the Rings trip. That's like watching a Lord of the Rings story. When <laughs> I look
2: up there the and tie. you have 92 dashes, I'm probably not sticking around for 92 unless the first six are extraordinary.
4: Yeah, 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 that's a good point.
2: So, yeah. that's but I, I was telling
3: movies. Cameron after, I think this is the first time I've heard the Holy Spirit discuss on May 19th. Yeah.
2: I thought so too. She definitely didn't downplay it like God's, like I was thinking and I had this God idea. I mean, she was Spirit.
3: like, Holy yeah.
2: Spirit told me to. And I was like, come on, sister.
0: Yeah, that's a that. big one because God, I mean, everybody talks about God on late night TV. Yeah. You know, thank, thank God for it. Jesus, we're all on board with Jesus. Generally. Like, he was a good, like, that, that's fine. Holy Spirit is going, you're, you're going to a different. Now we're talking, Now we're we're, we're getting very specific yeah. in our, the and theology did, that and, we're invoking. And think
1: about that too. Like, even if I didn't grow up in the Christian church at all, I, yeah, God and Jesus, I have cultural awareness of and understand what you're talking about. But talking about Holy Spirit speaking to you. Yeah. I mean, that could could sound freaky to a non-believer, you know, like, wait, 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 you had like a ghost talking to you? Like, you know what I mean? Like,
3: Well, even Colbert, who uh, is, you know, a very devout Catholic, his response was interesting too. He's like, "Uh," because you could tell they they might come from, they, they obviously come from different denominations or persuasions within Christianity, because Colbert's response was interesting in that clip, you know, saying, well, I'm a Christian, but what are you saying that the dove literally appeared to you and said? She was yeah. like, no, it's, it was his voice, you know?
2: Yeah, I loved it. His theology of the Holy
1: Spirit was when the dove descended at baptism and that's it, you know, yeah. or, or yeah. something, yeah. you know, like that's interesting. Um, and lastly, <laughs> in case you missed it, Christian rapper NF
3: appeared <laughs> to get called out on Eminem's diss track, the ringer, hey, dude. I think this is this is a milestone in in the in the in the Christian hip hop story. It's a footnote, at least. Okay. Yeah, and I
0: think it, Jesse and I disagree on this. We might have okay, a, kind okay, of a face. I'm on, like, I'm I'm
3: on the other like, side of the like, fence look, here. Hey, man. The, uh, look, the, this is how you know you've made it if if you're getting called out on an Eminem diss track. You know, good yeah. for right, Eminem. So
1: okay. So so Jesse wrote this up. So you know, we talked about media bias last week. And how we present the information, yeah. kind of, we want yeah, you to yeah. think a certain thing. Jesse yeah. wrote this, okay? So okay. here you go. So I'm gonna and, listen, <laughs> and It's perfectly
3: objective. <laughs> I'm marvel, marvel at the clarity and objectivity of what you're about. Jesse to. and I already okay. talked
0: about this a little bit, but I'll, but let's do it. Let's hear the right. Okay. Yeah. To let's be fair, I
3: before I even before I even publish it, I Tyler, did I not hit up you and said, do you think we should write this up?
0: Yeah, and what did I say? No
3: because <laughs> when summary. jesse
1: told me about it i was like okay i guess okay all is
3: right that a thing? i'm going to be wrong oh yeah this how so, dare right. how dare i highlight an interesting intersection of faith and culture what was i thinking what could i possibly have been going through my head
1: all right well i mean it's a deep cut but here we go okay so eminem recently uh, released a surprise album called kamikaze and one of the most talked about tracks is a diss track called the ringer in which it goes after some of the biggest Names in hip hop. One of the artists um, called out alongside Lil Yachty, Lil Pump, and others is possibly Christian rapper NF, who looks and sounds like a younger Eminem. That is very
3: true. And, and I was no say, objective NF clarity, clarity. True, and, and right? all the way through. So far, this, this is no, uh, so
2: textbook. Full stop. This is this this far, Get everyone's in- on the same page.
3: Yeah, that's right. Get well, the inverted pyramid you out. Get your AP style books out. Take your notes, J school. So, so uh, I mean, listeners, for context,
1: if you haven't heard NF, uh, he is a is a very talented artist. I've seen him perform live. We've played his music on the podcast. Um, he sounds remarkably like Eminem in his cadence and delivery and and tone. I mean, honestly, and he looks like him too. He even, yeah, him. he's a white a white guy. He's like he. It's not that he's biting Eminem. It's just you know your influences are you know more evident than others sometimes and his natural ability goes the direction of Eminem's sound so like just saying there is a um uh, a familiarity let's say and again i'm not saying that he's not Talented, he is very we talented. Like I'm not We're saying I'm biting him. Right, I can, yeah, hey, what yeah,
3: hey, you're doing right here, Cameron? You're going off script and you're injecting your own views. Please, for <laughs> the, the people who don't in know, N.F.
1: Just he does sound like Eminem. So yeah. there, it is in the realm of possibility that that artist, who his album debuted at number one on Billboard, N.F. N.F. debuted yeah. at number one. His last album yeah. did, and so like it is possible that the album came across Eminem's awareness. Okay. They're in different camps, Christian rap, real rap, but you know, like it's possible because of the number one debut. Okay. So here you go. Reading Jesse's content. At the end of one of the verses of, of The Ringer, Eminem references, quote, an effing recovery clone of me. Recovery is a name of Eminem's 2010 album that had a collection of pop-friendly songs, including like Not Afraid and Love the Way You Lie. Considering the album has dozens of profanities, the use of the term effing is an interesting choice. He would have normally just said the
3: word. He wouldn't have said effing. because his name is NF, you know. Right.
1: Leading up to the line, Eminem raps that uh, fan sent him a copy of uh, the Mathers LP to tell me to study. It will get me back to myself, but says, quote, if I did that, I'd just be like everyone else in the bleeping industry. So again, the line that Jesse thinks is a diss to NF is... He says, NFing recovery clone of me. Yeah.
3: I, the, and, 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 and the reason, wow. like I said, he there's literally, that's the only time in the album he doesn't use an F bomb to you know, punctuate. So saying, he's yeah. trying to
1: say NF, so N-F-ing recovery clone of me. Yeah. 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 And yeah. NF does sound a lot like Eminem, and especially is, the right. recovery era. We're getting very, yeah. We're
3: getting I mean,
0: very right. beautiful right. mind about all this, but. but.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, Huckabee. Yeah. You, what's your yeah, take you think on it's all this? How are you? you think it's a really a, a, F? I think that's really an app. I think it's like a stretch, but I think I'm, it's I'm a neutral party here. I
0: just think that getting dissed by Eminem in 2018 just isn't that. No, I just don't know how notable it is. The album dropped; nobody right. listened to it. Like nobody cared about a new Eminem hey, album that, I, in well, 2018.
3: That, well, that, that, well that, that I will say this though: the ringer was trending all weekend because of that song.
1: Yeah, it's like, uh, but it doesn't feel. To, I mean, it feels to me like here's a guy who's not. Relevant anymore? Yeah, right. Trying to like, yeah, I'm going to so do right. a track to call out yeah. the new generation of hip hop. Yeah. yeah, to get people talking and whatever and like yeah, I don't know man I, it just it felt, felt like, like
0: he was trying to do Kendrick Lamar's control verse but Kendrick was coming up in the scene at the time yeah, right. Like, and he was challenging all these established rappers Whereas Eminem is over the hill and he's trying to fire at these young he's people he's yelling get going, off yeah, my lawn I, I, dis-
3: I don't disagree with you that uh, uh, Eminem has lost his artistic relevancy uh, you know at this stage in his career but I will say he's largely regarded as one of I don't know the top 10 or 15 Hip sure. hop artist of all time, and uh, you know the fact that he put a Christian artist in his crosshairs yeah. seems interesting. So today. it's not newsworthy
1: yeah. that a that a fading rapper would be yelling "Get off my lawn" to all the new generation of rappers <laughs> in a song. What you're saying is notable is that NF made the cut of
3: exactly Exactly. and it's not just any fading rapper like i said i think it's largely i think i think no matter what you think about his music or his current uh you know uh, his last couple albums i think he's still largely considered one of the like i said maybe 10 or 12 most important hip-hop artists of all time yeah all
1: right all right, there you go. So I'm just it. saying,
3: I'm just saying I, that read with beautiful clarity. And not at all.
0: I'm just explaining why uh, I didn't think you asked, like, hey, Tyler, do we think we should write this one up for the site? Do you think it's interesting? My take wasn't, I don't I think it's a stretch that he's talking about NF there. I think that makes sense. My take is just like, all went after a lot of people. I don't think any of them are sweating about it too much.
3: Yeah, I'm not saying he's sweating about it. I just thought it was interesting. You guys are acting like I'm making this the cover story or something. <laughs> this is, <laughs> this is what? what? I don't know. Read that. What is that? Uh, 80 words? You know?
1: <laughs> it's too long for Annie. She she starts yeah, she reading it and out. says, I don't know if I'm going to finish this.
2: <laughs> but the first few were interesting, so I stuck around.
1: All right. Well, that'll do it for in case you missed it. Stay tuned. Up next, Andy Stanley joins us.
2: Guess you wanna stay friends? Telling people
1: that's how we've been. Telling everybody, yeah, that we was barely speaking. Oh, that's kinda funny, why'd you call me
4: every day then? It's immaturity, you going off the deep end. You just want somebody you can chill and get some drinks with? Cool, then don't hit me on the weekend. Telling me you missed the way we talked
1: and now I listen, yeah. Why you playing with my mind, huh? Why you playing with my time, huh? I told me we should let it go and put it all behind us. That's what I did, now you asking me what I did. For this day I saw it coming I think you just like attention Trying to tell me all your problems I got issues on my own I ain't got time for all this drama You told me that you don't really want to talk And why you calling You're listening to NF you friends, not, I'm just uh, not The song is live We wanted to play that so you could hear it See, <laughs> right. this is his new album So he's kind of, you know, he's evolving And finding his own voice a little more If you listen to some older NF stuff You know, you can see why Eminem might have dissed
3: him Right
1: At the uh, beginning of the podcast You heard Yumi Zuma Which sounds like an eclectic kid show at the uh, the song in camera. Hey, this week's show is brought to you by Samaritan Ministries, a healthcare sharing ministry with over a quarter of a million Christians caring for one another's needs from broken broken bones to cancer, pregnancies to organ transplants, all without the use of insurance. Uh, Before becoming a Samaritan Ministries member, single mom Krista struggled to pay her family's high monthly premiums and annual deductibles. Then friends told her about Samaritan Ministries. She found it fit perfectly with her family's values and alleviated the pressure on her pocketbook. Right after joining her youngest son, the family Daredevil, broke his wrist. She says the treatment cost thousands of dollars that she never would have been able to pay, even with insurance. With Samaritan Ministries, she paid just a few hundred dollars and other members came around the family to pay the rest. While also praying for her son's recovery. This is health care for your real life. To learn more about how you can be part of this community of Christians helping each other with healthcare, visit SamaritanMinistries.org slash relevant. And if you have the new issue of Relevant, there's this really cool um, insert in the new issue where they talk more about their model. Um, Samaritan Ministries, it's awesome. Like I really, it's an amazing subversive countercultural thing to the traditional insurance approach and way cheaper. There you go. Andy Stanley is the founder and pastor of North Point Church and is largely recognized as one of the most influential Bible teachers in the world. In his new book, Irresistible, Reclaiming the New that Jesus Unleashed for the World, he reexamines the original teachings of Jesus and looks at how to recapture the passion that led his earlier followers to change the world. Here is our conversation with Andy Stanley.
2: start with a question that you pose in the beginning of your book. Why do you think that people in America don't go to church?
5: Well, most people in America have been and decided um, there was no compelling reason to return or stay engaged. And it's one of the reasons I wrote this book because I think Christianity has um, an extraordinarily compelling message like people have for centuries. And it's a heartbreak to me to see somebody, especially millennials, not become atheist or even agnostic, but to just sort of throw up their hands and say, you know what, I just don't, I just don't see anything at church for me. And I don't want another generation to leave. And uh, the Apostle Paul said that he was willing to do just about anything um, in order to make the gospel clear to people. And so I think he's, he's, he uses the phrase by all possible means. And so I think we need to, uh, we need to adjust our sails once again in order to recapture the imagination of this generation, not just about faith and not just about Jesus, but about church.
2: And how do you think that we could recapture that?
5: Well, um, you know, 20, 27 years ago, a lot of us changed um, what we were doing at church and that certainly made church um, more attractive. But as it turns out, uh, fewer and fewer people are actually attracted. So I don't think this is a style thing this time around. This isn't a music thing this time around. This isn't an arts thing this time around. I think, it's, I think it's a messaging. And so when I wrote Irresistible, I'm trying to urge the Christian community to shift um, their messaging in terms of how we preach and teach and talk about faith. Um, along the way, I have been and will continue to be accused of trying to make a theological point or to get people to change their theology, and I'm genuinely not. I just think we need to adjust our language um, for a generation. I um, mean, I have three kids in their 20s, so I am right in the middle of you know um, just just the different way of thinking. And uh, there's you know again, our, our story is incredible. That the scripture is incredible. Um, but I just feel like we need to step back, as I say in the book, to a more uh, a firmer foundation in terms of our messaging. And the good news is, it's not something new. It's actually something extraordinarily old that was new when Jesus introduced it, and that is to re-anchor and to refasten people's faith, not so much to what was written, but to what happened that resulted in some things being written. So to step back from a a a book-based or text-based faith to the event-based faith that really launched Christianity.
2: And so several years ago, you started changing the way that you talked about the Bible, repentance, and, you know, all these other things. Can you kind of walk me through what happened in your personal life that led to this major change?
5: Yeah, um, it it really goes back to about, you know, just a little little quick history after 9-11, um, the new atheist, uh, Sam Harris and Richard Dawkins, specifically, and Christopher Hitchens before he passed away, um, they began writing against not Islam. They began writing against all religion. And although although most people have not read their books, millions of people have. But they became kind of folk heroes and legends on college campuses, and so. Consequently, again, I I just recognized that the way we have presented the Bible for generations to children and teenagers in church made it a, you know, a target rich environment unnecessarily. So about nine years ago, um, I, I just, you know, like any pastor who cares about people in this generation, I thought, we can't just keep complaining about this. We've got to do something different. So I decided without telling anyone. I would just begin using different language. I did not change my theology. Gosh, I I was trained under Norman Geisler who edited the book entitled Inerrancy. That's a textbook for seminaries everywhere. If I abandoned inerrancy, he would show up on my front doorstep. And he and I have had conversations about this. He's 85 years old and still a staunch inerrantist, and So this has nothing to do with how we as believers or Christians, I should say, View the Bible. This has everything to do with how we talk about it. So, I began to leverage the authors of Scripture rather than saying the Bible says. So I say James writes, Paul writes, Jesus says. And what I've discovered is when I pull back, pull people back into the narrative, pull people back into the persons, the people who brought us these inspired words. It's a fu- there are fewer rungs on the ladder that we have to climb before people are engaged with the message. It's just an easier. Message. And again, it's not about changing anything or dumbing anything down. It's just really a more accurate approach because as hard a time as um, some of my critics have understanding this, and I don't understand why it's so hard, there there was no such thing as the Bible until the fourth century. There were Christian scriptures, there was the Hebrew Bible or the Jewish scripture, but there was no book. That held the old, the uh, you know what we call the Old Testament, what Jesus called the Law and the Prophets, together with the writings of Paul and the Gospels and the rest of our New Testament documents. That that book that we call the Bible was not created until the fourth century. And my point being, if I think about it, you know Christianity made its greatest strides before anyone ever said the Bible says or the Bible teaches that sandwiched between the temple and the Roman Empire, Christianity should have never survived. And not only did it survive, it thrived on the backs of these people who had this compelling message, which was simply that God has raised someone from the dead and we've seen him. So I am not in any way dissing the Bible. I'm just trying to get people to step back into the narrative because it is an easier case in culture, and it is an easier case for people who've walked away from faith because of something that the Bible says.
2: As you've made these changes in the way you talk about things, what have the results been, and how are people in the church taking that?
5: Oh, well, it's the thing is, within the context of our churches, it's remarkable. Um, to begin with, the, the unexpected um, result that I, I it didn't surprise me, but I think it surprises, you know, people who. Are, I'm trying to find poke holes in this. It has strengthened the faith of so many Christians because what pastors, I think, overlook is our churches are filled with people who grew up in church. They're not going to leave the church because of their family or their kids or their wives or their husbands. But their faith is dying. If they could get out without it creating a problem for Christmas and Easter and Thanksgiving, they would be gone. There are so many people that come to church that are almost as skeptical as people who've abandoned the church. So anything we can do on the inside to strengthen the faith of believers is important. And I have seen, I have seen this happen over and over. The other thing it does is it creates, especially on a Sunday in a Sunday morning environment. It makes it a lot, a much easier for people to invite their unchurched friends to church because they know I'm not going to get up and, you know, go off on something that's sort of a, a red herring or a straw man or, you know, say something that's going to distract from the point of the message. So it becomes a safer environment for non-Christians. It becomes a more nourishing environment for Christians. And the other thing, lastly, as I've learned, having done this for almost 10 years now, it trains the people in our churches To talk about their faith differently. Because I repeat certain phrases over and over and over, and then people will email me or direct message me and say, Hey, I was talking to my neighbor and I heard myself saying, and they'll quote back one of these, these statements that I've tried to arm them with as they think about how do I introduce my faith in the marketplace. Things like following Jesus will make your life better and make you better at life. Well. Following Jesus is repentance in disguise. That's what repentance is. It's turning around and moving in a different direction. Or I frequently say, if someone can predict their own death and resurrection and pull it off, we should believe anything that person says. I have said that a thousand times. So these are, again, these are just different ways to say what we've been saying for years that tie things back to Jesus and the resurrection without cluttering the conversation. And I know it sounds strange to say that, cluttering the conversation with the phrase the Bible because the Bible is everything from a six-day creation, a worldwide flood, a supposed genocide, um, the mistreatment of women, the mistreatment of slaves. I mean as soon as you say the Bible, Pandora's box is open and granted our culture has a great misunderstanding of a lot of those things but why bring it up to begin with at the beginning of a conversation about faith?
1: That was Andy Stanley. Make sure to check out his new book, Irresistible, when it comes out next week. Stay tuned. Up next,
0: we open the Chili's box.
1: scene two metric the song is now or never now your your choice isn't in the title (laughs) well this week's show is also brought to you by away makers of the perfect luggage their approach is simple they create special objects that are designed to be resilient resourceful and essential to the way you travel today away luggage is made with high quality materials while offering a much lower price compared to other brands by cutting out the middlemen and selling directly to you. You can choose from a variety of colors and sizes. It's just not carry-on. They even have huge ones for extended stays. All of their suitcases are made with premium German polycarbonate, unrivaled in strength and impact. The interiors feature a patent-pending compression system, helpful for overpackers like me. They have the 360 spinner wheels. They have TSA-approved combination locks, but the coolest thing that I think about uh, carry-ons are that the actual luggage is able to charge all cell phones, tablets, e-readers, and anything else that's powered by a USB cord. A single charge of the Away carry-on will charge your iPhone five times. Comes in so handy. So handy, Mm -hmm. and when you inevitably break one, Chandler? Yeah. Lifetime warranty. If anything breaks, they'll fix or replace it for you for life. That's why I got one. There you go. You can try it for a hundred day trial and they have free shipping on any away order in the lower 48 States. I have an away luggage you or a piece of luggage. You have away luggage. I do. Some of my most traveling friends swear by away. I love it. Uh, it's lightweight. It's flexible. It's rigid. It's charges things. I, I'm, I'm a huge fan. And right now they have a special offer for relevant podcast listeners. For $20 off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com slash relevant and use promo code relevant during the checkout. Again, for 20 bucks off an away suitcase, visit awaytravel.com slash relevant and use promo code relevant during checkout. And over the years, you know, there've been some products that we've recommended, you know, sponsored the show, high quality stuff. People have liked them. If you don't have an away bag, go check it out. You won't be disappointed. Okay, normally this is where we would have our editorial question of the week. Uh, last week, we asked you for crazy uh, vacation stories. You guys uh, hit us up on, online uh, at Relevant Podcast. You also post it on the podcast episode page at relevantmagazine.com. There's a lot of great stories. We don't want to uh, diminish how powerful your feedback was and how great it was. Uh, go check it out. Just, you know, sometimes things happen that you serve. Take, take a president. Yeah, that Over usurp it. your normal plans. You know, you gotta adapt. Our very own Chandler Strang has actually come from the control booth into the studio right First now. Welcome. Welcome to the real, real mics. Uh, several staff members we got we got we got half a dozen staffers uh, that have come into the studio as well. Phones are out. Chandler, talk us through step by step right, here what you're doing to unbox My, the Chili's box. We're cutting the tape, breaking the
2: seal. This is amazing.
1: Okay, now I do want to say this box, while large, has a Chili's sticker on it. It's not a Chili's printed box. So this
3: is a one of one. This is not a thing that they do. Oh, but, still, okay. but still, someone still. went to the time to make sure the box was, had branding on it.
2: Is it well centered, Cameron? Is it like professionally yeah. put on there? You no, know,
3: somebody did, assembled they, this box they, they with love. Care. Yeah.
1: yeah absolutely. There are two chili stickers on it, uh, you know, but it's a generic white box. So again, this is not a thing that they have in stock. I mean, this is something they created custom this, made this is amazing
4: for Chandler. All right, All right. here we, All right. we go. Open it up. Okay. All right. We got confetti. Oh, here we go. <gasps> Ooh, a lot of black confetti. We have another box. There's confetti. There's
3: on. slow down. Hold on. There's confetti and there's a box within a box. A box within a box a black is
2: there anything else besides the black confetti?: Hold on.
1: It is black confetti and a black box smaller box with a big chili sticker on it. Okay. okay. so he's his fingers are trembling literally he's yeah. you can tell he's nervous with excitement. a little nervous. It's, uh, it's a big It's a big <gasps> what does this say? <gasps> All right. Okay, there's a
4: letter.
3: There's a letter. Read it out loud. Is it read from it out Roger out loud. Right.
4: Oh hey Chandler. back in July we heard you tell the world. How much you absolutely love chilies? Hold on, Chandler's crying right now, guys. This is <laughs> <laughs> so wanted to personally reach out and show you some chili hashtag Chili's love.
2: <laughs>
4: now I know what you're thinking. It's definitely September, but here's the deal: we don't have a chilies black card, right? But Whoa, we were pause so there. darn we moved. We don't have by- a chilies black card uh-huh. for your love for us that we created a custom one of a kind chilies card with seven hundred and fifty dollars. <gasps> to take care of all of your chilies, once in dreams. <laughs> That's enough to treat yourself to our three-for-one deal once a week for a year or ball out with friends.
2: Ball out with friends. Which and there
4: is, is, is a gorgeous looking... It's,
3: it's pretty heavy. Platinum. It's, it's like, it's like, it a, is like
1: a, uh, a metal card. Chandler, what
3: is... Oh describe gosh. the card because I can't see it, it is, from the it camera It is red. Here. It's metal. It's like that. It's, it's not metal, but
1: it's like heavy. It, it heavy looks duty plastic. Yeah, it's like wow. that. It's like that high-end Amex Platinum card. All
4: right. We, we yeah. Well, you pass it to someone who can come bring it closer that. to us
2: to the camera. So, so, right. so, Chan- yeah.
4: so Chandler, pass that over to the camera they, so they, they can <laughs> see
3: it. <laughs> so, Chandler, they, they they did as a matter of fact, not have they they, li- they it sounds like they listened to the pod. We heard you, you yep. know, talk about the black card. They right. custom fabricated one and yeah. loaded it with Which nearly thousand dollars. With, a, with their
1: intention was to give you a year's worth of chilies man yeah. i feel blessed this that is, is like
0: a- seinfeld situation all over again like you create like you 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 saw a void in the universe and
4: chilies knew they had to yeah. fill it
2: how do you this feel, Chandler? Tell us some of your yeah, feelings. What's
3: the feelings right now?
4: I, it feels like Christmas, like after you open the presents. and That's awesome. That's you know really what I mean? Cool.
2: That's an awesome oh, looking wow. card. That, is, I mean, that card like, is It's awesome. like a red, and it's really thick. Si- wow. Yeah, really. just tweet like, that uh, thing.
3: Take, take a picture and tweet that thing. And make sure there's not like a number on it, like a credit yeah, card. So the backside it's not a backside chili backside the number. That's a beautiful card. Chandler, I got a question. After you use the $750, which they claim will last $750 will last you a year, I predict You're not going to blow it all at you That is not your personality. By thanksgiving um but <laughs> will you keep the card in your wallet just to just absolutely. to flash occasion absolutely i'll but probably
4: just reload it yeah, knowing reload how frugal it for sure.
1: this is for real knowing how frugal my brother is like it'll, i don't think he's been working time. here for a few years i don't think he's actually spent any of the money he's earned here i mean like literally <laughs> like he is that frugal i think that 750 dollars will last him a good seven to ten years that's like, that's reasonable he he will find a way to double down on coupons and milk
4: the length <laughs> of this thing. Do you take coupons to and Chili's salsa. currently? Um No, I have the app, and they have coupons with the app. Oh, man, of course, that's incredible, of course. Man. Good job, Roger Chili.
3: Yeah, yeah wow. well done. That's, that's pretty awesome. awesome. I'm a stunt.
0: Seven hundred fifty is a
3: pretty big number. That's like, That's a, 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 a bigger number than I was expecting. That's, I was yeah. expecting like fifty been, bucks. Yeah, and I, and I was honestly, I wasn't going to be surprised if it was like a stack of like gift cards or coupons or something when he <laughs> opened it. Yeah, but no, yeah. They, they went over and beyond with the black card because that's uh, one of one. Chandler. Yeah, that is, like, a that, one is of a kind. that is an elite status. my friend. Honestly,
4: I put it in my wallet and my my wallet is considerably thicker now. Like to the point where it's uncomfortable. To it's sit on. George costanza <laughs> so I need to clear yeah. out some other cards. He's going to have room. back problems. Yeah. yeah. That's,
2: I mean, that is pretty cool. Yeah. I'm it pretty impressed. Pretty cool, Who signed the note?
4: Please say it says Roger Chili. It just says the Chili's PR team. Oh. oh. Well, no, it says their names too. I don't know if I yeah. should. I read their names. Sure, why not? Thank them. Uh, Bailey, Whitney, and Aisha. Hayley Whitney Ayesha.
0: Yep. I would love to get them on the podcast to tell us a little bit about the process. <laughs> yeah. Get a little peek behind <laughs> so the scenes. Like, like they of, went to a blacksmith this-
3: shop and was like, "Listen, we have we need a piece that's custom fabricated. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see how good are you guys at welding?" Are the the Chili Pepper icon, you know? right? It took weeks because that was hand forged. I mean, this I'm is amazing. It like, I'm
0: seeing it like Lord of the Rings with the sword, like they're all around a giant old timey anvil. Yeah.
3: <laughs> they they, they, hate, they handed the, they handed the the blacksmith like a, a a skillet, and they said, turn this into a. Black credit card, please. And it took weeks. Apparently, but, uh, it was apparently it.
4: it's also good at On the Border and Magiano's. Well, yeah, oh, it's the wow. same company. Yeah. The, yeah. Family. Yeah. the family. The family. I'm, I'm going to only use it at Chili's, obviously.
1: Oh, I mean, obviously. That's, <laughs> when, I, when I've had to buy, you know, when I kind of forgot to get him a present at Christmas or whatever. And I'm at you know, is, the checkout of Publix and they have the gift cards. Yeah. There's always, oh, he likes Chili's. Yeah, so I'll get and, him that. But it's the family of restaurants. So it's Maggiano's on the border and Chili's. But which, I always like it's a Chili's gift card. That's
4: all I want anyway. So
0: Taylor, I have one more. I have one more question for you about this. They kind of gave you two options, two paths to take with this card. Are you, do you think you're going to be more inclined to go and do just one big Chili's blowout with no, friends? No, no. No, are no, you no. Gonna, I'm just are, gonna, you gonna are you going to milk this? You have never a, met my brother year, if I'm you gonna, think he's going to do gonna that. I'm going
4: to do my normal Chili's routine. See,
1: again, we are literally the opposite. I would have done Richard. the former. He does the latter. I would have literally... Cameron like, would
4: have already blown it over the weekend. Everybody,
1: Chili's <laughs> on me. the thing. And then probably the bill would have come to like $915. Night, dollars. Yeah. And I'm like, dang it, you know, but like... <laughs>
0: Quite know, cover a it. Chili's nine hundred and fifty dollars is a lot yeah. of chilies. Yeah. Hey,
1: you don't know how how I roll, man. <laughs> we will blow this thing out. We settle two, in two for, one for lunch, <laughs> and we close the
3: restaurant That's down. That's Last yeah. call, Cameron Siler. Yeah. Hey, Chandler, how cool are you going to feel when that bill comes next time you eat a me- meal there, <laughs> and like you slide <laughs> in the black card, and you are like, and this, they've never this, even and
2: seen one, and, before. And, and you go,
3: that ought to do it. And then, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure you might Man, want to check, but amazing. I think I got it covered. And then you slide in the you car. Can you fine. can call Bailey,
0: Whitney, and Aisha. Yeah. They, they know who I am.
1: Literally, we need to like. I would follow up with them if I were you and ask like, Absolutely. is there a way you can send me like a get to the front of the line card? You know, like just no, like you don't think up about and how ask f- for more. No, that won't cost them anything. I mean, they're fabricating I'm stuff. Sure,
4: I'm pretty sure you can just. Call ahead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <there's> like, <laughs> he's the, yeah. He's got the app. He's, he's got, yeah, he's he's got, got the app. But I'm pretty he's sure got you can, a can, you can, uh, bazillion it's a dollars. Crazy. I think
2: if the follow up, call me crazy. I think the follow up should probably just be a thank you versus asking for more things. Oh, oh yeah.
1: okay. Yeah. All right. Again, we're different oh. people, but you know, that's fine.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Man, that, that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, that's for awesome. awesome. you. Yeah.
1: Okay, well, I mean, next week we need to get the show back on track. So uh, it is time for
2: editorial question of
1: the week. Well, you know, Chandler just got given the gift of a lifetime. Yeah, uh,
2: yeah. Oh my gosh, listen to we, him. Oh, yeah.
4: The bar,
0: the bar has been set,
4: dude. I'm. So, it's so crazy. Like I, it's just, like I, it, that hasn't hit me. That it's like how much, how much is on that gift card? That's he, so that's insane. insane. His head is like you get. To, he's got this weird grin, and you can tell he's kind of like.
3: Yeah, like spacey a little bit, yeah.
1: I can see him in the control room. He's just like, it's like it hasn't hit him. It's <laughs> yeah. like his
3: eyes are dilating. You're in. at Chili's that's all year for free, dude. I mean, it's pretty, pretty that's big amazing. Time. <laughs> I mean, don't forget to tip your waitress, though. You know what well, I mean? That's true. It's not her fault.
1: You got the black card. Just trying to make ends meet, you know? <laughs> right. Throw
3: throw, are a couple scratchers. That's what I do (laughs) because it could be valueless, but this is the only tip you'll get that could win you half a million dollars. Good luck. And then, uh,
1: you know, Um, Hey, uh, so, so Taylor's got the, the gift of a lifetime. We want to know the best or worst gift you've ever received. Yes. Best or worst gift you've ever received hit uh, us up on twitter at relevant podcast or you can post your longer stories on the is podcast is it from anyone or from page. a
2: pr company of a food chain it's actually from
1: whitney actually you know what honestly uh again chandler bless life the best gift i ever received was from the uh, company i love was from the orlando magic best gift what, i ever received what was it? when they uh last the year when head? they uh, made a bobblehead of me wearing an a NBA ref shirt and they
3: put white noise on the back oh, yeah.
1: and like I, they made a bobblehead of me because I'm like a super fan, I guess. I thought whatever. you were
3: going to say Chandler, that reminds me of the best gift I ever got from mom and dad, a brother, a but, br- you, well, you <laughs> but you went with bobblehead, but you went with bobblehead. So oh, it's dude. close.
1: It's no, close. When he came around, I was not happy.
0: <laughs>
3: yesterday I yesterday I, like I tried to now. Give a
0: I was I I went out I went out of my way to go pick my a book up for my wife. She's getting this program. She needed a new book. She'd been talking about how she couldn't find a way to get over across town. So I'll just go grab it for her, it'd be a nice little surprise for her. I got back and she had ordered it on Amazon that morning. Ah. And once again, my best my, this has been like the third book in a row that I've tried to buy her now that she had ordered on Amazon already the, the mm. day that it came through Boiled again I'm not gonna Boiled. I'm not gonna do it. Marriage is on the ropes guys so I need to be honest
1: <laughs> <laughs> Order it once shame on you Order it twice <laughs> shame on me you're sticking with it. You're doubling down. You're <laughs> yeah, keep yeah, ordering it. Right. She mentions He's the book. Shameful. You're driving it's around. Shame. You're very driving shame around.
0: Being compounded, exponential. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, best or worst gift you ever received. Hit us up. Um, many thanks to Andy Stanley for joining us. You can follow him on Twitter at Andy Stanley. His new book, Irresistible Faith, drops next week. Don't miss it. Many thanks to this episode sponsors for making the show possible. Um, remember to go over to org slash relevant to find out more about Samaritan Ministries' unique healthcare sharing model. Also, thank you to Away. Remember, for $20 off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com slash relevant and use promo code relevant during checkout. Hey, the new issue of Relevant is available now. Johnny Swim is on the cover and it also features a lot of great content like Bo Burnham, Hillsong Young and Free, Christine Kane's in there, um, W. Kamal Bell. It is a packed issue. You don't want to miss it. Uh, you can go online at relevantmagazine.com. You can view it there. You can also buy it on newsstands nationwide. And if you like the magazine, subscribe. Uh, there's a great deal going on now and your subscription supports this podcast and keeps everything moving forward. And we, we appreciate the support. Uh, the new issue of Relevant check it out also I guess thanks to Chili's You know, I mean, yeah. so many thanks to Chili's oh, wow. give us a well I mean we didn't really benefit right. they they greatly benefited Chandler's already it. been
3: clear that we're not entitled to any of that black card money <laughs> Wait, he's been Chilla? very clear about that
0: surely you're does, taking us all to Chili's uh, right again I mean,
1: no
3: yeah. he can, is the frugal one Yeah, I'm the brother who picks up the he's like I mean we can go but I'm only paying for my meal but I mean we can go we can go that is literally what will happen. Like, separate I'm checks, like, please, my, love, separate checks, my, love
1: language, my love language is picking up the check and creating memories for friends. I will, slide, language, I
3: will slide my enormous bill right into Chandler's check by the black box, yeah,
5: while he's not working.
1: His love language is that at the end of the meal, he still has $743 on his gift card. Right, you that's, know? That's kind of true. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Okay. On that note, we'll wrap things up. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Chandler Strang. I'm Jesse Carey. I'm Tyler Huckabee.
2: And I'm Annie F. Downs.
1: We'll see you on Tuesday when Mosaic MSC joins us.
3: And they are a very litigious family and will slap you with a restraining order so fast your head will spin.
5: Relevant Podcast Network.